and he lifts one to left field. It is deep, it is high, and it is gone. A walk-off home run for Joe Gray Jr. Good afternoon and welcome to the Gram Slam Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Anderson. Welcome back to episode 37. It is the Battle of the Springs or Battle of Color Springs, whatever you want to put. And today's episode, oh man, it is filled with a lot of drama. There is so much going on. Rocky Mountain Vibes, it is now another week of baseball, and it is another week of absolutely terrible, and I mean terrible games that we are seeing. I don't even know where to start with the Rocky Mountain Vibes, and again, I, I know potentially players, coaching staff, things like that listen to my podcast, and um, this is, again, in no way a disrespect to the team, to the players, but we can't sit here and act like everything is okay because it is not. It is not okay. There is so much going on, and there's so much wrong with the overall <laughs> the overall process of what is going on with this Vibes team is just horrendous. And I will tell you straight up, if the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization is listening to this podcast, which I I hope someone is from management or somewhere, I don't even know really what to tell you. I have no interest. I'm a season ticket holder, and it is week three of baseball. I have no interest of going to these games. None. And to be honest with you, there are other season ticket holders that are having the exact same issue where they don't feel like wasting gas prices to go sit at a ballpark for four to five hours to watch the Rocky Mountain Vibes basically like start losing by the fourth uh, inning. 20 to nothing, 22 to nothing, whatever the case may be. That is what has been happening. And it is a tragedy. It is a tragedy to see the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization just crumble to this level. And, you know, it may be better if the team is, like, winning. But at the same time... This is not anything more than just horrendous baseball. Um, there, there's no sugarcoating this. Um, let, let me let me go over. I know last week I went over some stuff, but let's let's go over this because as of right now, the vibes I believe are on eleven game losing streak. They have not won a game since that. Uh, game on May 24th, which was their second game of the season, and they only won by one point. It was not some like great win. They still were trailing in that game 90% of it and ended up losing or ended up winning at the last minute. They could easily be 0-12 right now. They are, they are right now the worst team in the Pioneer League again. So let, let's recap this. May 23rd. 15 to 1 they lost. May 24th, obviously we know they won 12 to 11. And then the streak can the streak starts. So May 25th, 11 to 8, May 28th, 13 to 7. Uh May 29th, these are two of the worst games. They, last night could have been another one to top up there of being worse. 24 to 7 on May 29th, May 30th, 22 to 12. 22 to 12. And clearly, the Range Riders won that series. Um, they almost swept them. And then the Owls, Noco Owls, um, this is where the Vibes kind of had a little better offense and not allowing so many points to be scored. 
and kept the games in a reasonable or reasonable, um, basically like score that they could have came back, but they didn't. Um, June first lost ten to four. June second thirteen to seven. June third eleven to six. June fourth six to four. That's probably their closest game they've had all season, except the twelve to eleven win. Um, at least losing wise. June fifth seven to five. And the June 6th game was postponed, I believe, due to the weather. Um, that will be played at another point. June 7th, um, they lost 17-9 to against the Chuckers. This was their return to Gallagher Springs on Tuesday night. Last night, they w- lost 21-6. to Rocky Mountain Vibes are on set to actually wait. Are they playing right now? No, I, I don't think so. I think this is, for some odd reason, their schedule... We'll say they're in the top of the first on their website when they're really not. The game starts at 6.30. That's what I thought. I'm like, wait a second. The game didn't start yet. Um, we're about two and a half hours away from uh, the first pitch. But how do you, like, come back from any of this? You've They're way over, I think, 120 points they've uh, runs that they've uh, gave up this season so far. They are on track to be worse than last year's Vibe team. And I, I don't even know how that's possible. Um, they've had one win, obviously, and they're looking potentially they could be swept again, um, this time by the Chuckers here at home. And then they turn around and they play the Boise Hawks. I just I, I don't even know what to say about this team. I, I went into the season being op- optimistic. I talked about last week. It is super hard to cover the Rocky Mountain vibes. It is super hard to have a podcast dedicated to the Rocky Mountain vibes. It is it's super hard to talk about this because I, I, I understand, like, listening to, like, Rockies podcast, Colorado Rockies Major League Baseball podcast, and other teams that are just garbage. This is that. And I don't even know where to start with the vibes. I don't know if it's the pitching staff. I don't know if it's the um, the infielders and outfielders. The batting is it, it's sort of there, but it, it's not enough to do anything. And frankly, sometimes they're they're scoring these runs late in the game. I mean, it's seventh or eighth inning. And just as of yesterday, I, I have seen numerous, numerous people that I follow um, on my podcast. I have seen social media posts. I've seen replies on the Rocky Mountain Vibes um, Facebook account, Instagram accounts that... People left yesterday in the third inning, which I think, let me pull up the box score here, but I think it was already 20 to something. Um, No, by the fourth inning, it was 18 to nothing. The fifth inning, it was 20 to nothing, or 21 to nothing by the fifth inning. The Chuckers at that point had basically scored every single inning. Um, and then the Vibes did not score runs until the 7th and ninth inning and only got 6 total. You can't have a baseball team that is competitive in the Pioneer League, or any league for that matter, that's independent ball that has this type of, like, talent on it. I, I, I know that we're a little better this year with age. I, I completely understand that. But this is horrendous. I, I have yet. You're talking to one of the biggest Collar Springs baseball fans out there. I, I've been to so many games in my life. My rule, my rule was I don't leave games until they're over. It doesn't matter how bad we're losing. I cannot, for any reason possible, I cannot sit here for four to five hours, and and I don't think a game's got up to five hours, but pretty close. Um, Most of them are running about 3.45 to 4.15-ish. 
No. I, I don't want to go to a game and sit there, especially with my kids. Three, I have three season ticket tickets. I refuse to bring my little, like, my my son, or two sons for that matter, who are both under the age of five, to games. I already talked in previous episodes of my distaste for their food. Um, their, their food was a little bit better the other night when I had some. It wasn't, still not the greatest. I, I skipped on chicken tenders again because they look awful. Um... Yeah, it, it's just, it's it's hard, again, to cover this team. But it's hard to be a fan when it's this bad. And I've been fan, I've been a fan of some pretty bad teams. Pretty bad teams. Um, if we talk about the USFL, the United States Football League, that I was briefly covering on the Grand Slam podcast, um... I was a fan of the uh, Michigan Panthers. They are currently sitting at one and eight. No, one and seven on the season. They're they're terrible. They're not the worst le- team in the league, but they're terrible. Um, Dallas Renegades from the XFL in twenty twenty, as you can see right behind me, absolutely terrible team. Las Vegas Outlaws XFL twenty twenty or twenty. Oh, one terrible team. Tennessee Titans are garbage. They were garbage after they lost the couple years after they lost the Super Bowl to the Rams. They were terrible. They were terrible from probably 2004 up until Tannehill took over. They've been bad ever since. I've been part of bad teams. The Atlanta Braves had not been good prior to last season and winning the the World Series. They had been on a very long streak of being bad. I get it. I know losing teams. I, I somewhat am a fan of the Colorado Rockies. I, I understand it. But this year is different. Um, going into this year, I had contemplated on being a season ticket holder because of just the, the slack in communication. And thankfully for the new ticket um, uh, broker or whatever you want to call it, his job, um, person in charge of tickets, he is very nice. Um, I, I just, I, I instantly now every day regret that I bought these tickets. And that is not... Would any fan? It's not about the losing. Let's let's keep that in mind. I mean, there it's a pretty big portion of it, but that's not the port. That's not the part that's like the biggest issue here. It's the issue that last year was a complete crapshoot, and I'll keep it clean on the podcast. But it was crap. They were the worst team in the league again. Um. And this year, they're the exact same, if not worse. I think they're worse this year. Um, and I, I had hope. There's players that came back this year, a couple. Um, most of them are all new. Uh, pitching staff is terrible, in my opinion. I mean, there's no way you give up that many runs. But a lot of uh, the stuff I saw um, just over the last few days was – very questionable of I, I think it was last night that they kept running or they kept getting runs like drawn in or pulled in for the chuckers because of wild pitches. I think there was four unanswered points. It was definitely unanswered, but there was four runs in this inning that we're all from wild pitches and the runners coming in from third or tagging up and excelling or whatnot. How in the heck does that happen? The vibes last night um, had three errors. Their errors in games are outrageously crazy. Um, they are super high on errors this year. And... It's just hard to watch. It's hard to watch a team that is this bad. And 
you know, I'll even I'll pull up the Facebook post. And I won't say names. Um, you can definitely go see this if you want to on Facebook, on the Vibes um, page. Let me pull it up on my phone here. So the Rocky Mountain Vibes posted yesterday who their pitcher was uh, for the game. And when they post this, the first reply on it, literally the first reply on it is wish the vibes good luck sorry i adjusted my mic there uh wish the vibes good luck in the future due to the new policies and price hikes we no longer see the value in attending vibes games tonight's game was our last we left after the third inning we sure do miss the sky socks now i've talked about it before on this uh podcast or whatnot about the um Colorado Springs Sky Sox, they were a triple-A team uh, for the Colorado Rockies. And also, I mean, granted, before that, it was the Indians, Cleveland Indians, uh, Colorado Rockies, and then the Milwaukee Brewers um, before they went down to a rookie-A a rookie a ball team for the Brewers. And that partnership went away um, with MLB, and now they're a partner league with a somewhat farm system for the uh, Monclova. So a lot of people are missing the Colorado Springs Sky Sox. That's, that's been a thing for a long, long, long time. Colorado Springs Sky Sox, even if they weren't doing that great during the season, they weren't this bad. And granted, I know we're talking about two different teams, two different age groups, um, talent, um, you name it. It's, it's completely different, but it doesn't remain the fact that over the past two years, the past two years, I have seen a massive dip in fans leaving. Tomorrow night, Friday, um, June 10th, is set to have a sellout for... Apologize if you hear some knocking. There's some weird stuff going on with my uh, microphone today. Um... They are set to, from what I've seen and heard, they sold out of the general admission area for tomorrow night's game. I don't know how I believe this or if I even do buy it. I, I don't I, I don't understand how they sell out of the general admission stands, which is the upper level of the the seats, the the um, bleacher section. I don't know how in the world they sold out of all those tickets. I understand tomorrow is the first official firework game of the season. Um, people around this town are dying for fireworks. I mean, we've gone from fire bands. I talked about that a couple weeks back that I didn't know if we were going to have fireworks. Um, we're in a different stage restriction now for fire. So we've had some moisture here and there. Um, that's kind of helped that, but... They're claiming that tomorrow night could be completely a sellout game. I I don't know how in the world this would ever happen. And if it is, and the vibes are down in the fourth, uh, I almost said quarter, uh, too much football in my brain, in the um, fourth inning, if they're down 20 points again or 21 points again, I guarantee you no one's staying. No one's staying probably for the three, the three and a half, four hour game that it's going to be anyways. This is going to cause so many issues. If you have these long games on Friday night fireworks, those fireworks aren't going to be shot off till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. There's got to be something done. And I don't know if the Pioneer League needs to step in. These games are going too long. Too long for too long of just it oh man it's 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 hard to watch as i've said and i hate coming on here week on and week off complaining but what else am i supposed to do i will say though i am very happy as you can see right here i am very happy with the level of artisticness that they've come across with the New jerseys. This is the new La La Rona jersey that, again, the Rocky Mountain Vibes social media team dropped the ball on again. Why is some podcaster for the Graham Slam podcast announcing these jerseys 
and showing them to fans prior to you guys. It makes no sense. And I'm sorry I'm, like, mad at this team, but it's hard to be a fan when it doesn't seem like they care either. This is an amazing jersey. As you can see, it is cut off at the sleeves. It reminds me of the Rocky, the Rocky, the Colorado Rockies uh, jersey they had a couple years back with the sleeveless. I love this jersey. It's black. It has the topography design throughout it, and the uh, La Llorona's uh, logo, the actual La Llorona like face on the back. Awesome, awesome, awesome jersey. The one thing I did notice is this jersey has nothing about Pioneer League on it, which is kind of weird um, because all the jerseys now feature Pioneer League Baseball, the logo, so that's kind of weird. Um, the other jersey was the when we went to Fan Fest and they had the new um, USA jerseys or USA jerseys uh, for either Military Appreciation Night and things like that. That's another jersey they have never, ever shown on social media, and they still haven't showed this one. This one was released or announced at an event at the Citadel Mall here in Colorado Springs on this past Saturday. They had an event at Game Over Legends, I believe it was. Um, apparently, it was in the parking lot. That was not disclosed in the... Um, the the event the facebook event because i went to the citadel mall uh, me and my daughter did to see it see this jersey and we couldn't find it we later found out that they were outside on the other side of the mall where from where we were had no idea when we went in the game over legend shop at the lower level of the mall was closed it made no sense because that that's exactly what the invite said that it was at that location so whether that was a mistake on Game Over Legends, I have no idea. Um, it's the first time I've actually heard of Game Over Legends. Um, they claim that they have a partnership that you can get uh, Vibes gear. I didn't see any through the window at the Citadel Mall location. I don't know if there is a Chapel Hills Mall location that does have Vibes stuff, but I have not seen anything. I know... When you go into the Vibe Stadium where I had mentioned they put the hat shop is now called like Game Over, um, which is kind of weird. It's like their naming rights because obviously it's Vibe staff that runs it. And um, I don't know. It's super weird. And I, I literally almost missed this. So congratulations to uh the the vibes and their staff and who put their merchandise out because i went into the store when we got there to see if they had it it was nowhere to be found it got put out later on in the game and i went in there just randomly looking again and then found it behind other jerseys and almost again missed it there's there was nothing they still had the old uh the 2021 La Llorona's jersey um, on their mannequin at the front that shows the lineup. I posted a picture of this on uh, Instagram when went to FanFest that they have a awesome display of all the jerseys and hats that go with each jersey. They still had the 2021 version up there. So I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't release this. Maybe it didn't come out. Um had no idea, but I went back. I found it. It's awesome. I love it. I That is one thing I will say. The Vibes jerseys are slick as can be. I, I feel that's the only area they actually do very well at. Um, the rest of the time, there's been a lot of promises that were made to um, season ticket holders going into the year that we had complained about. About kids being in our section trying to get a ball. Um, I've I, Just two nights ago when I was there for maybe a couple innings that I stayed for, um, I had kids that had these plastic bats that were like battling each other, and no one cared. There was no staff around in my section. There was no one anywhere around to do anything. The kids were like going basically ape crazy on the front row, 
It's the same thing as last year. We were told that, hey, there'll be better security this year. It was it was uh, the pandemic that caused all this and the shortage. Clearly, that shortage didn't fix anything. They didn't get more people hired for security and staff um, to manage rows. I, I think I saw one staff member the other night come down and um, tell some little leaguers to sit down because they were getting a little too hyped. That's it. But the kids fighting with these plastic bats, no one cared about. They almost knocked into my drink and my food like two or three times. And I know the other season ticket holder that sits in that row, she has not attended any game. She doesn't care to um, and has no interest. I, I mean, this is a, this is the reality of the Rocky Mountain Vibes team now. And... As you can see right over here, uh, they're knocking, they're knocking. The Pecos League and the Colorado Springs Snow Sox are knocking on everyone's door. Yes, they are knocking, and we are about to answer the door or answer the phone because, you know, it's, again, not about wins or losses. The, I believe the Snow Sox are sitting at 4-2 and two on the season. Um, they are undefeated at home. They are doing great, just like they did last year. Um, they made the playoffs last year. I think one game was here in Colorado Springs. Um, they ended up losing on the road. Awesome team. Um, they also promoted my podcast last year, too. Um, so I may have to reach out to them. But the Battle of Colorado Springs is, is on. And, I mean, we're in year two of the Pioneer League and the Pecos League being in Colorado Springs. And the way the way things are going, as crappy as an area, unfortunately, that the Colorado Springs Snow Sox play in at Memorial Park, which is a trashy area of this town. It just is. If you live in Colorado Springs, you know Memorial Park is crap. It is a horrible place unless it's like morning time for the Hot Air Balloon Classic in September into like potentially somewhat of night for the Balloon Glows. But even then, that's still kind of sketch. Um, it's just a trashy area that has a lot of gun violence and shootings and stabbings and whatnot or drug deals and stuff like that but i have i i will say i have not heard any feedback from anybody um that i follow with the color spring snow socks that there's been one issue not one issue so keep that going i hope it i mean they they do have a very limited amount of games here at home this year and i think it's because of the fact of how much rain we got last year here in color springs that 90% of their games here were canceled. So, was a reason for it. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know how to fix the vibes. I don't think there, at this point, there is a way. Uh, they could come back. They could do better in the second half. Anything is possible. But with the pitching staff, with how some of the plays are being made on the field, it's horrid. I have seen so many bad plays, um, and I frankly, I've been watching the games on YouTube. I should have just did that. Um, I, I, I seriously want to have a challenge next year of how many times I can get in without getting season tickets, how many times I can go to a Vibes game for under $5. I'm not talking about food or anything like that. I'm talking about admission. How many times can I go to a game and pay under $5 or nothing. Because they give tickets out all the time. They have $2 Tuesdays. Um, they have discounted tickets here and there. Uh, the whole dynamic pricing scheme thing that they claimed in December. That for higher end uh, games these tickets were going to be like up to $100. I have yet to see one game that they're above $25. $25 is... is outrageous for a baseball game at this caliber and in my opinion if you bought a $25 ticket no matter where it was in the park and they were losing 21 to nothing going into the fifth inning or fourth inning whatever it may have been but no 
I would rather spend the gas and the money to go watch the Rockies be a terrible baseball team. And it's professional. You get to see, at least you get to see another team that's coming in that's probably pretty decent. Like uh, the Atlanta Braves came into town last week. I just I don't know where to go and how to cover this team properly without it like absolutely driving me up like just drive me up a wall. Um, there's so many roadblocks I've come across just in the the first three weeks of trying to record this. Um, now, of course, I, I was supposed to have this episode up yesterday. I got very busy. I have been sick as well. Um, lucky enough, most of my sickness was while the, the vibes were on the road. Um, I... I I'm having again a hard time covering this when uh, I'm enjoying. Let me put it this way: so I, I I decided to keep this podcast to use it as a clutch and a platform to get better and to practice um, podcasting and video and uh, that type of stuff uh, for spring football and for uh, essentially the USFL and XFL. Uh, my XFL channel on YouTube is doing great. Um, I will be uploading another video up there here soon tonight. Um, some information dropped. I guest starred today on a uh, football podcast called The Mark Cast. Um, that episode drops tomorrow. That was my first time being on an episode. And I will tell you straight up, that is what I am passionate for. Baseball used to be. But football, man, football is football. It is one of the greatest sports in my opinion. And it's just the more as time goes on, the less I even care to go to games, the less my kids even want to go to the games. That's how bad it's got. My kids don't feel like going to the games and they know like the food is not that great and that most likely we're going to eat before the game or before going into the game. And then maybe get a snack, um, like a treat or something. But I don't know. I just am not impressed with anything this year. I'm not impressed with the the, the team itself, the staff. It's it's nothing that is special. It's there's no special thing there. Um, I I constantly hear throughout the crowd and like the few games I've been to, I constantly hear. Parents chewing their kids out for dumb stuff that I don't want to hear about. I don't care if your kid is being rude um, to other people. And, like, teach your kids better. Don't chew them out at a baseball game and make them sit there and cry at, like, the age of 9 or 10 or older. It's so inappropriate and it's so ridiculous. I didn't spend money to go watch a team that is not doing great but added on to it to have to hear you cheer your kids out because they don't know what like every single fact about baseball. It's stupid. I, again, I'm super negative on these podcasts the last two weeks, but there's a reason for it. Um, it's just it's it's rough, and I really want to go to a Colorado Springs Snow Sox game. I I keep like messing up their schedule of when they're playing here. Um, I think they are here next week, though, um, for a couple games that I definitely will probably attend. I think the vibes are back out of town again next week. But I just I can't watch baseball that's this bad. I, I love baseball, but this is where the cutting point is. And, and there's that, like, knocking noise again. I don't get what it is. Pretty sure you guys can hear that. It's super weird. Um, Because there's nothing moving on my desk or my mic. I don't get it. I know you can hear it. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm going to have to fix my mic. Because that is super annoying. And it was not doing that well. It's on that interview. I don't know if it's just the way I have it. Set up. Test one, two, three. I apologize. This is annoying. I don't want to keep having it do it because I feel it's absolutely crazy. 
There we go. We're good. Um, but yeah, let's let's take a look because obviously we know, like I said, the the vibes are they're doing bad. They're not doing good, and I don't care if like team staff complains that I am being negative. This is a podcast. These are players should be used to this by now. If they're not, what really to tell you? Um, let's see here. So the. Uh, Color Spring Snow Socks, when we look at them, so they, let's go back to their season. Their season started on the 2nd. Um, they beat the Trinidad Triggers 9-5 to the first game. They beat them um, on Friday the 3rd, 13-3. The 4th, they beat them 14-5. And then on Sunday the fifth, the Trinidad Triggers beat them fourteen to four. Those again, those are long games that kind of would suck. I, I would assume they were long. Um, now this one is on the vibes level, completely on the vibes level. So on Monday, June sixth, um, in New Mexico, Roswell Invaders they faced. They lost thirty one to nine. That is horrid. I don't want to see baseball games that have, oh, it looks like they, they are not actually, like they're starting to fall apart too. Lovely. Um, nine to eight, they won on Tuesday. And then again on Wednesday in Roswell, again, they played the Invaders. They lost 28 to 13. I don't know if like these, like, Rookie leagues or whatever independent baseball leagues, I almost feel like there should be a mercy rule because no one needs to see this type of stuff. 31 to 9 is horrible. That's worse than the vibes like scores. 28 to 13, I, I mean, that's more in that range of what the Rocky Mountain vibes have been doing. Um, but the uh, Snow Sox end up playing tonight in Santa Fe, New Mexico against the Santa Fe Fago. Uh, Fago, yeah, Fago. They play a four-game series with them all in Santa Fe, New Mexico. They then play the Trinidad Triggers again, two games in Trinidad, one here, and then the next one in Trinidad. Um, they play again Santa Fe here in Colorado. Then they go back to New Mexico. Uh, and I think that may be almost their last couple. No, they have a few home game series again against the Garden City Wind. And again against the Trinidad Triggers and Roswell. So uh, it seems like it could be off and on for both teams or both clubs or organizations, but it, it really depends on who who essentially you're rooting for and who you're going for. Um the yeah, the Clutter Swing Snow Sucks are four and three on the season. So I mean obviously they're doing better than the vibes, but some of those scores are just as bad um and it, it's that just kind of turns me off from like baseball altogether. I don't like if it has a football score to it, it doesn't belong in baseball. 31 31 points in a game. Come on. Like it's so like draining and I I could not imagine being even the even if this was, let's hypothetically say the Rocky Mountain Vibes were winning 20 30 whatever points or runs um, against the other team. I don't want to see that. I don't like seeing that. If you have a good inning and you're scoring and you keep batting and you're scoring and having, fine. If it's competitive, also fine. I don't want some blowout where it's so far-fetched that there's no way the other team's coming back. What's the point of sitting there and watching those type of games? It's it's very disheartening in that realm of things that um, these players are experiencing this because I would hate to be on some of these teams. Um, good God. I, it kind of reminds me of uh, high school and how bad Harrison High School was here in Colorado Springs for baseball and I think softball. They were terrible at it at uh, some point but back in uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, 
I don't know. I, I don't, again, I don't know where I'm going to take this podcast. I don't even know if I'm going to continue it at this point. Um, I have no interest in posting like the points, the uh, rosters, the lineups. The team is actually doing that this year, so I just don't feel the need for it. Um, yeah, I, I, I will say this straight up on this podcast. I and many others, including season ticket holders, have lost complete interest in this team. And, you know, the Snow Sox could come back and be very good. So could the Vibes. That is hypothetically on both sides of the, the coin and flipping it. Um, I may go to the game tonight. I, last I looked out the window, it was cloudy. It looked like it could rain. I hope not. Um, but there's the possibility of that. I am just very disappointed in what we have so far for the Rocky Mountain Vibes and the organization and everything like that where um, there's a lot to work on. I, I strongly think they could have went out and got their own team. Um, I, I'm still curious to this day what would have happened last year if they would have went forward without Monclova and went with the UCCS head coach as their head coach and then had these players that did actually pretty well for, I think, Grand Junction Rockies and uh, Ogden Raptors. There's a lot to be said about all that. So, I guess we'll see. Unfortunately, it's going to come at the, the cost of potentially losing money as a season ticket holder, which at this point I'm kind of fine with because when I go to the stadium... Um, I know I buy merchandise. That's a completely different thing because I love the merchandise um, and their jerseys and hats and everything like that. But the food is terrible. Um, I have no interest in it. And I think the only thing really decent is their nachos and obviously a drink. But their drinks are insanely crazy expensive. $7 for a large soda when you can get a large soda anywhere for under 4 bucks. And go to come and go and get like an extra large fountain drink for two but under two dollars. Like it's ridiculous. Like I understand the cost of things going up, cost of to run a business. Um, I've ran my own. I just think the the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization could have done so much more this year, and they've put a lot of rules and uh, policies like that uh, person said on Facebook. Um, they've changed bag rules that you can't have any bags in the stadium anymore. That changed. Um, you are allowed to have certain things I believe in. Um, there's been some controversy about water bottles. I've heard, um, I saw on vibes that they said you can bring in empty water bottles, but I have seen other people experience otherwise. Um, someone the other night, even when I went in, uh, were, was not allowed to bring an empty water bottle in. Um, I've heard you can no longer bring in sealed, closed water bottles from Come and Go or any like gas station. I don't know if that's 100% true. I'm tempted to find out if we go tonight. But I just don't want to sit there and pay the prices that they are dishing out for their stuff. When I could easily go to like a decent fast food place and get the exact same uh, or pay the exact same for a very higher quality food. Um, I know it's fast food, but still, like, there's some decent chicken places out there that I could easily pay the exact same amount um, for stuff. So, I don't know. I, I am highly not too satisfied with anything. I'm not satisfied with the Battle of Color Springs. I think that... If this continues the way it is, maybe even next year or the year after, the Rocky Mountain Vibes could be in some serious like financial issues if they don't do something uh, to change the, the game experience, the overall like attendance. And tomorrow night's supposed to be the biggest, but I'll believe it when I see that. I, I It's been a very, very long time since I've seen the general mission area be sold out for the Rocky mountain vibes. It's been forever. So either they did something insanely crazy and gave out a crap load of tickets. I just don't buy that. They sold those out willy nelly through their website or through like the box office. It just doesn't sound right at all. So 
I don't know. We'll see. Um, definitely we'll probably go tomorrow night because it is also their um, Marla, uh, uh, casino night. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what they're doing tomorrow night. Um, they're very vague on a lot of their promotions of what they are. They don't explain stuff like they have in the past. And, and the other thing is, too, Memorial Day night, May 30th. They were supposed to have the Monclova night. That did not happen. I know numerous people that went to that game and said there was nothing about Monclova at that game. They advertised that prior to the season and nothing happened with it. They've not said they're redoing a night. They're doing nothing. My guess is they're supposed to get uh, t-shirts, hats, things like that, and they just never did. Or they did something they weren't supposed to. Um, who knows? Um, that'll be remain to be seen if they actually do a Monclova night. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but I don't know what that would really entail unless they actually wear Monclova jerseys, which would be kind of cool if they auctioned them off afterwards. But yeah, again, mad props to whoever does the jerseys. If you're watching the video, you can see the Jersey on there or whatnot. But, um, I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up for tonight um, we're just over about 45, 50 minutes, so normal time frame on this episode. But, yeah, the, the, my final thoughts are, to the Vibes organization, to anyone still listening to the podcast, something has to be done with this team, the organization themselves, because it just does not seem like anyone cares about them or cares to do anything to improve everything across the board at the game. I mean... For Christ's sakes, let's just put it this way. The cup holders in section 118 along the wall, they're still broke from three seasons ago. Why are those not being fixed? This is little minor things that your organization should do. And also the grass looks terrible. Whoever decided to spray paint it an off green because it was dead, it looks awful. Awful. It looks awful watching on YouTube. The field is just trashy looking. And, you know, I, I, I've, I've been a fan of this team since I was little. I have never seen the grounds, like the, the grass, the surrounding areas look as bad as it did. I do not think they re-sawed sawed the, the uh, field this year. And I, I know they changed grounds crew after last year as well. Um, I would assume the guy's great. I don't know how big the grounds crew is this year. But like I said, the the field looks horrid. Especially the inside right before you get to the plate and by the dugout area. You can tell that was spray painted with some offset green paint. It's terrible looking. It does not look professional at all. Um, I, I just, I, I again, this is this has became a rant podcast the last two weeks about the Rocky Mountain vibes, and I'm sorry to the Color Spring Snow Sox organization for my negativity on this, but I, I, I will say this. I'll take one break from the the Rocky Mountain vibes on next week's episode. And next week, I will only cover the Color Spring Snow Socks. 100%. That is all I will cover next week and kind of go from there. Now, they don't play again here at home, I believe, until the 16th of June. So next Thursday, I will probably go to that game just to see how it is and to kind of give a report. So next week, I'm going to delay the episode, episode 38. I'm going to delay it to Friday the 17th. Friday the 17th will be the next episode of the Grand Slam podcast. And we will talk about the Color Spring Snow Socks 100% on that episode. And I'll give you what I thought about it. And give you where I'm at with the team. They're trying to go over some of their roster. 
um, things like that to give you a, a in-depth preview and schedule of when they're playing here in College Springs. So if you are dissatisfied with the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization, you've left, you don't want to go to the games, go check out the College Springs Snow Sox. They will be here again next Thursday night, um, which is the 16th, and I believe they are playing at 6.30 p.m. at Memorial Park. Check them out. Check out the, again, go check out the Rocky Mountain Vibes. You may be leaving early if you don't care to watch baseball for four four hours that they get absolutely dominated with. But, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Give me your feedback on YouTube, on all social media platforms. What do you think? What is your take on the Rocky Mountain Vibes this season? Have you attended a game? Do you care? I've started telling people I'm going to start rooting for the other team. Maybe it'll be more enjoyable. I doubt it. But anyways, thank you again. This has been the Grand Slam Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube where you can view video editions right here on YouTube along with all podcast providers. We'll see you back here next week on the Grand Slam Podcast for a special Friday edition talking about the color spring snow socks let's go let's get toasty i guess i I swear let's get toasty means something completely different now especially at this games should drink some beer tonight just because let's actually you know what they're probably way expensive i could drink a beer cheaper at home and watch the game on youtube we'll see uh maybe tomorrow night um but thank you again We'll see you back here next week and have a wonderful rest of your weekend or weekend weekend into next week. Have a great one, everyone. And he lifts one to left field. It is deep. It is high. And it is gone. A walk-off home run.